Why is it so hard for you to get started on your weight loss program? Why does it seem like such a daunting task to just bite the bullet and get started? We know we need to. I mean, we feel tired all the time. We're uncomfortable in our own skin. Our health issues keep rising with every pound we're overweight and with each passing year and yet we can't start. And, and maybe for you, it's, it's the cringing chore of like, ah, oh, now I have to prepare a meal plan and I have to cook it and spend the whole afternoon making it and then putting everything in a small container and weighing it all out. Maybe for you, it's, it's the daunting task of like, okay, now I have to, to figure out what workout I'm going to start doing. And then, and then I have to schedule time for the gym, but then I, then I have to pack what clothes I'm going to wear. I'm not comfortable in anything. And then, oh my gosh, now I have to get up earlier to go to the gym. It's dark and cold out. I don't want to go. And then I have to actually muster up some courage to walk into the gym and do the workout. Or maybe for some, it's it's just the thought of, of bringing out that giant gallon water jug and knowing, oh, I'm going to have to pee every 10 minutes until I get this weight off. It, it really seems like a huge to-do list to just lose weight, right? Um, as if our lives weren't already busy, right? Well, today we're going to dive into why do we procrastinate on getting back on track on the fat loss wagon. And I wanna encourage you and give you some helpful tips and give you three ways to make sure you start your diet off on the right track. Plus, at the end of this episode, I will share a giveaway that I am doing only for my podcast listeners. And it's only for the next two weeks. So be sure to listen in because I'm going to share it at the very end of this podcast. So let's dive into the episode. All right, let's dive into why are you procrastinating getting started on your weight loss journey or taking it seriously and being consistent with it? Like what is going on that we are just stalling our weight loss journey? Okay, So you might be one of these three, and it's important for you to know what's going on and the reality and the truth of it, okay? So maybe number one, you got FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, I know I did. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, okay, there's a wedding next weekend. I'm going to eat everything in sight. My diet will start after that. Or, okay, the holidays are coming up. I'll just start January 3rd, even though it's October, right? I mean, how many of you have started a diet after an event like the holidays? Because you don't want to miss out on the yummy food, which I don't blame you. You know, or or maybe, because I've been there, that's why I'm not judging. So, full respect. <laughs> you know, or maybe after you start your, your new job, because you, you're like, you know, I'm not going to start dieting now. I'm going to put it on hold because I want to get familiar with my new schedule. You know, maybe somebody's going to ask me out for lunch to celebrate and I don't want to miss out on the opportunity to hang out and get to know my coworkers. So I'm just going to wait till I get familiar with my job before I take my diet seriously. Or, you know, maybe it's after, maybe it's after you, you, you move, you're, you're like, you know, what the stress of moving and packing and buying a house and it's too stressful for me to even focus about my diet and, and moving into a new place, and it's just too stressful. I'm just gonna wait till after we move, which you know, moving takes about a month to two months to even, you know, I have one client took her six months to move, but she was still my client during that time. Uh, 
you know, or, or maybe it's, um, you know, you're, you're going to say, hey, hey, I, I don't want to start my diet because uh, I, I don't want to miss out on my vacation. You know, I worked hard all year for it. I saved hours for it. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to miss out on vacation food and drinks. So I'll start my diet after vacation is over. So maybe you have FOMO, fear of missing out on events and holidays and the experience. Well, here's the thing. Here's reality. Experiences are lessons. You shouldn't avoid dieting and making healthy decisions because it isn't convenient in your life at that moment. A true successful dieter learns how to be flexible and adapt regardless of what that day or week might throw at them. And guess what? They actually feel better physically and mentally when they make everyday count. It isn't about making perfect decisions. It's about being consistent with your healthy choices regardless of what's going on. I mean, if, if you, at, during the holidays, you can make good decisions uh, the day before, the day after, maybe that the day of, you know, or even in your new job, you're actually going to feel better bringing in food and having a good plan of, hey, this is what I'm going to have before I leave work. Uh, breakfast and this is what I'm going to have at work and then this is my meal after. So you're not missing out on anything. It's just a matter of planning a little bit ahead. Or even on vacation, I specifically want my clients to go on vacation while we're on the program because I want to teach them how to lose weight or maintain their weight or actually have a good time not feeling bloated by day three. They don't want to take any pictures because they're so full and stuff from everything they ate. They actually tell me, Tanya, this is the first vacation where I feel amazing the entire time. And I come back not gaining 10 pounds like I typically do. So reality is your experiences are lessons. And you're going to continue having new jobs or going through holidays or moving or uh, going on vacation. So it's important for you to know, how do I actually get through this and still be healthy and still make healthy choices? That's my ultimate goal as a coach is to teach you through all those experiences how to have fun. What would that look like? Because I, I, I'm a huge FOMO. My husband just says that. He's like, you just have the fear of missing out. I'm like, I do. So as a, as in a dining perspective, it's important for you to know how to have a good time with friends and family, vacation, and your job. And you're still going to lose weight, okay? Number two, maybe for you it's fear of failure that's holding you back from actually starting. I mean, how many of you have failed on a diet? How many times, right? I had one client, she's like, just tell me. Just, I mean, just name it. I probably did it and tried it and I failed on it. And we just don't want to hurt our self-esteem anymore, right? So why bother starting something that you're just going to, you know, hurt yourself physically, mentally at the end? You know, how many of you have lost and gained the same weight over and over again every year? I mean, I always talk about, I used to gain and lose the same 20 pounds. And then I exceeded that. I just gained 50 because I'm like, you know, I'm a trooper. No, I'm just kidding. But I mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous of how much, you know, we just put that pressure to, to be successful, but then we can end up continue being failures. And then we're like, screw it. Dieting isn't for me. There's no way out. I just continue to fail. It, regardless of which one I try, I'm just a failure. You know, you're, you're probably thinking, I mean, what's the point of even starting a new fitness and nutrition program when I'm, I'm going to only end up looking the same, feeling the same, and I just spent a whole bunch of money. Here's the reality. You have to find what works best for you, okay? That means what is the best nutrition program for you? What's the best fitness program for you? 
in your season of life right now with your schedule, your kids, your family, wherever, wherever you're at right now in your life. What's a, what's a meal menu you enjoy and you could stick to and what's a fitness program you enjoy and you could stick to? Not what your friends recommend, not what your friends are doing, not what your mother or mother-in-law recommend, what's best for you. I mean, it really boils down to what diet program you want to do that's sustainable for you, that brings you joy, that brings you happiness, that gives you that good positive environment. You know, some people are just so miserable in their nutrition. They're so miserable in their workout program. But guess what? They keep doing it and showing up because all of their other friends are doing it. They want to fit in. They want to be part of that community. And yet it's sucking their soul. It's sad for me to see that. So I want you to stand up and realize it's not a matter of being a fear. Don't fear failure. Uh, Wake up and just be a little selfish. I'm going to challenge you to be selfish today and be like, you know what? What do I enjoy doing? I have clients that have tried different workout programs and they're like, Tanya, I actually found out I love Tabata or I love circuit training or I love step class. I'm like, that is awesome. You found what you enjoy. That is the ultimate goal is finding what makes you thrive. I have one client, she goes, Tanya, keep trying to do all these other workout videos and and just hard. I don't like them. I don't get excited for them. They're just annoying the entire time. I'm bored out of my mind. I'm barely even sweating. I'm like, okay, what would make you happy? And she's like, I love lifting heavy. And I love a good, like, lot of weights. And it just pumps me up because she used to do a lot of CrossFit. And I'm like, girl, let's get back into that. And you've been doing CrossFit for how many years? And she goes, oh, almost about 10 years. And I go, do you, do you think you can make your own workout plan by now? And she goes, yeah, I, I've done it before. I'm like, let's do that. If that's what pumps you up, that's what gets your heart racing. You can't wait to work out and you're enjoying the entire thing, then let's do that. And she goes, oh my gosh, why haven't I been doing that all the time? And I go, because we get stuck in, this is what I gotta do. This is what everyone else is doing. They're expecting me to show up instead of being self and be like, no, what's gonna make me happy? Okay, that's the reality. You gotta find what fits for you because what fits for you is gonna be sustainable, okay? We're not gonna do this yo-yo dieting when you enjoy your workout and your meals that you're eating. And you know, and some people love Whole30, They've done it, they love it, they've just stuck to the Whole30 plan, which is great, it's very healthy. Um, some parts, you know, I do wish that they could have other foods, but I get their concept, they're really encouraging to eat more fruits and vegetables. Some people love being a vegetarian, awesome. You know, some people love counting calories, great. I personally love flexible dieting. It completely changed my, my body, my mindset um, when it came to food. Now, listen, I have failed on so many diets before finding out about flexible dining. I mean, I've tried, um, you know, starving yourself, um, only eating fruit. Um, I've done the whole military diet. I've I've done the whole cabbage and soup diet. Um, I've done the whole don't eat after six, drink that lemon and cayenne pepper. I mean, I've tried everything. And yeah, I ended up miserable, only getting more weight. But then I started my new diet. I'm like, this is my last hope. Lord bless this diet that I'm going to try to do and help it actually teach me and help me have a better relationship with food. And I found flexible dining and I lost 50 pounds. I've kept it off while eating at the Cheesecake Factory, P.F. Chang's and Krispy Kreme Donuts. That was my first year. Like that's that was my go-to when I wanted something going out. Cheesecake Factory, P.F. Chang's and Krispy Kreme Donuts. It was ridiculous. I'm like, really, why those? (laughs) For me, that was so freeing. Like, I 
understand how to go out to eat my favorite food. I'm a foodie. If you don't know that, if you follow me on Snapchat, social media, I post a lot about food. I love and enjoy eating food. And so I had to find a diet that complemented my interest and flexible dieting does. It's flexible. I can eat what I want. Now there are some guidelines and some rules like every diet has. This is the most flexible one I've ever been a part of. And it helped me finally succeed in my weight loss journey. You know, I not only succeeded, I reached my fat loss and health goals forever. Lost 50 pounds, and now I'm just at maintenance. I'll maintain about 5 to 10 pounds. Now, when I hit that 11 pounds, I'm like, oh, no, Satan, not today. We're going right back down. (laughs) But, you know, I've kept it off, and that's the goal. So don't fear failure. Uh, Fear uh, being stuck where you're at right now with the same body, the same, the same health issues, um, and the same workout plan in, in, in whatever you're eating now. Fear staying the same. I think that's more scary than taking a risk and trying something new. So get selfish. Think about what meals you enjoy, what workout programs you've done in the past that you were like, oh my gosh, I'm thriving. I love it. I look forward to it. The results are awesome. I feel good. Get back to that. I encourage you, okay? I'm, I'm motivating you to be selfish today. Number three, Maybe it's a, a fear of a new routine. Yeah, a lot of people don't start something new because they're like, oh my gosh, what if I upset somebody? Oh my gosh, what if I what if I quit? I mean, everyone's going to be upset at me and then I have to learn something new. Listen, first off, nobody cares what you're doing. We're so self-absorbed, <laughs> you know, that nobody truly, I mean, after like two days, everyone's going to go on with their life. You're going to be, uh, people are going to maybe say something for like five seconds and then something else will pop up on their newsfeed and that's all they care about. Again, be selfish. And and I know learning a new routine sucks or, you know, going to a new gym or finding a new program. It is a little bit overwhelming and scary. But when you know what's true for you and you're like, ah, I know it sucks in the beginning, but I know at the end I'm going to be happier, go for it. It's amazing how many of us just put up being miserable and it makes me so sad. I had somebody do a program, a workout program for like nine months, miserable. The environment was terrible. She never even lost any weight. She was just, oh, it just sucked the life out of her. And then we started working together. We started building a meal plan that works best for her. We started working on a workout program that would inspire her, that would challenge her. She lost 40 pounds this year. She's actually almost up to 50. Isn't that amazing? Take yourself out of the dreadful horrible environment and start doing what you enjoy doing find a new routine that you like and your results will be amazing okay like i said learning a new skill and a new routine that's a little intimidating i mean just think back like when you're learning to drive oh my gosh my palms were sweat tea like i was so scared heart beating out of my chest i'm thinking i'm gonna run into all the houses on the block instead of the cars. I'm, I'm more focused focus on the houses because I, I just feel like I would have hit those faster and sooner. Or even your first day trying to swim. I mean, that's in, that's scary. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to drown. You're like clinging to the wall or your noodle or the person next to you because you don't want to drown. Or even your first day on the job, you're like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. Everyone probably thinks I'm stupid because I'm asking 100 questions. I have no idea what's going on. Like, I'm scared. And then what happens? We suck it up. We know we need to learn how to drive. We know we need to learn how to swim. We know we need to get past day one of our job if we want to get paid, right? So what we do, we suck it up. We keep going. We push through all of our emotions that make us just want to go home and sit on the couch and eat. And after a few weeks, what happens? 
Uh, driving becomes second nature. Before you know it, like you're already home, like blink, you're there. You even realize like how you got there that fast. You start swimming, you know, without hanging on to anything. Now you're, now you're racing people at the, you know, at the pool, trying to beat them or whatever, or teaching other people how to swim because you feel so confident. And then we become rock stars at our work as if we've always worked there. Again, in the beginning, it's scary. It's overwhelming no matter what new skill or routine we try. But then just give it a few weeks and it's amazing what happens. Because here's the reality. It takes time to adjust to a new routine. And yet, when it comes to a new nutrition plan and a new fitness program, we tend to just... like not want to do anything we quit after the first week because it's too overwhelming it's too intimidating we don't understand it we're so sore and hello it's going to take time i always tell all my clients just bear with me the first month the first few four weeks it's not gonna be pleasant the beginning it's exciting because you're starting something new but then like you start getting into it and you're like oh my gosh that had how many calories oh my gosh i'm gonna eat a celery stick for dinner because I didn't realize this meal at Panera took all my calories. You know, like you're learning, you're adjusting. Excuse me, the workout, you're like, oh my gosh, Tanya, I'm so sore. I can't believe how out of shape I am. Like it's it's not going to be exciting. Now, eventually you see the scale drop and you start feeling better after the first week, week and a half. But in the very couple days, you're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot to take in. Like anything, it's going to be a lot to take in. But if you're just patient and just keep going... It's amazing how dramatic. I always tell clients, I'm like, just wait till like week eight, week nine. It's it's like you feel like a whole new person. You're like, oh my gosh, I got this. It's like my second language. I understand macros and fat and carbs and fiber and sodium. And I understand everything and how my body's working. I'm like, I know. Doesn't the first month seems very daunting? But then like the second month, you feel like a freaking rock star because you know what you got to do. They're like, yeah. I'm like, I know. So good job pushing past the first month. Be patient and know that every day that goes by is another day of progress for your future self. That's why you have a coach. That's why you have somebody to check in with, somebody to talk to throughout the week to keep you motivated and knowing that you're not alone and feeling lost. I remember my first four weeks, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I'm working out. I'm tracking every little thing, weighing everything out, going to the gym at four in the morning, and I only lost five pounds. I almost cried. Like, I mean, my eyes are a little watery. My poor lower lip was shivering because I'm like, are you kidding me? But... I'm like, wow, I actually feel good. And my progress pictures, oh my gosh, that's only five pounds. It looks like I lost 15. Like I just felt so much better. I'm like, okay, now this month, this is what I'm going to do. And it's like you were learning from experience how to make the next month, next week better. Okay. But we don't get there if we just quit the first week, right? You get used to your new routine and that's when it becomes a lifestyle change. It does not become a lifestyle change uh, within like two, three weeks. Um, no, you have to work a lot longer and keep adjusting until it is a lifestyle change, right? And for some people, it takes a lot longer than we anticipate. So you just gotta be patient, keep adjusting. And like I said, being selfish and doing what makes you happy at the end of the day, okay? So how do we get back on our diet and get it started, Okay. So before I get into that, I just wanted to really recap, okay? If any of those three is why you're procrastinating to get started, just know that it's okay if you have the fear of missing out. It's okay if you failed on diets before and you're scared to get started again. It's okay to fear a new routine, but there is hope. You can overcome all three. I literally named all three of these because it's what I was, what's, what I've been through and it's, I'm, I'm relating to 
I've gone through all three of these, but I've gone through them. I didn't just stop. I went, I overcome them. I like broke through the walls, climbed over, dug, you know, just whatever I got to do to get over these obstacles, you know, because I know at the very end, I lost 50 pounds and I wouldn't if I didn't overcome all three of those that were making me procrastinate and starting my, my weight loss journey. So I want to encourage you, if you felt any of those things, there is a way out. If you need help, let me know. I'm here for you. Um, but let's dive into right now how to get your diet back on track, okay? Um, either you've just started and you want to get started on the right foot or maybe you've kind of taken a diet break for a couple months and you're like, Ugh, where do I even begin now? Let's talk about, okay, three points that I'm going to make. Number one, make a plan. Now, I know we will plan everything else out in our lives, but when it comes to our nutrition and fitness, it's kind of like we try winging it. But here's the thing. Successful dieters know what they're eating. And when they know what they're eating, they follow the plan, you know, and they do that workout for the day and they drink that amount of water and they do those errands for the day. Like unsuccessful dieters rely on motivation and willpower and just winging it. Or should I say that it's just all about, oh, I'll see how I feel tomorrow. They rely their decision-making on emotions. Uh, when has that ever helped us? That's a dangerous thought to live by. Oh, I'll see how I feel tomorrow or later today. I'll see what I'm craving. No, that's not the way to live. Because uh, I used to say that. That's why I'm saying that now. And here's the thing. Our flesh wants to be lazy. But our health, our body wants to be productive, okay? There's no way around it. If you want to lose weight, you have to want to have that vision of, I want to feel strong, I want to feel confident for the day. What does that mean? You, there, There's a way you got to get there. You can't just feel strong and confident in yourself in your day. You must create a plan in detail for that day, schedule it and commit to it, and start checking stuff off your list. I had a client check-in um, yesterday. And I'm like, hey, insert name. And uh, she goes, Tanya, I this has been a fantastic week. I'm like, girl, tell me about it. Tell me what you've been doing. She's like, Tanya, I'm getting in my water. I'm getting in my planks. I'm tracking all my food first thing in the morning. I'm sticking to what I plugged into my fitness pal and I'm following it through. I'm plugging everything in, not just breakfast and lunch, but breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm down three pounds. I feel amazing. And I go, let me ask you this. Have you been making this plan and doing it every single day? She goes, yes. I go, that's what I'm talking about. It's not about picking and choosing one day I'll work out. I'll see how I feel tomorrow. One day I'll, I'll, I'll stick to my meal plan and the next day I won't. No, 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 no. When you make a plan and you stick to it, that's when true success happens. That's when you really lose weight consistently. That's when you start to feel stronger mentally and emotionally. That's when you feel confident in yourself, in your day, in your meals. Does that make sense? So how to get your diet off on the right track? One, make a plan, okay? That's like trying to shoot at a target with your eyes closed. It's not going to happen. Your target is your plan. You have to aim for it. You have to know what you're aiming towards, right, to actually hit it. You have to know what you got to do today. So what I recommend, get out a piece of paper and say, hey, these are the meals I'm going to eat today. This is the amount of water I'm going to aim to shoot today. And this is the exercise I'm going to do today, whether that's a 10-minute walk a five-minute hit session, a YouTube video. Maybe it's just a one-minute plank. That's what my client's doing. She's doing a one-minute plank every day, and she is thriving. Like, she feels so good. She goes, I already feel my core feeling tighter. 
my arms, my back. Like I just feel amazing. And I go, isn't it? You're one minute away from feeling amazing. So make a plan, make your plan and stick to it. Point number two, start off small. The biggest mistake I see when people start their weight loss journey is taking their calories way down, like 500 calories a day. They work out for hours. So not just weight training and then they'll run like five, out, five miles or 10 miles a day. They drink a gallon of water. And then by the end of the week or by the end of the month, they can't live like this anymore and they quit. Why? Uh, first off, it's not sustainable. They, got, they went way too big, way too fast. They, you know, they went way too hard, way too fast. And unless you plan to eat 500 calories a day forever and work out for hours and drink a gallon of water a day, your fat loss won't last and you will continue being miserable and embarrassed of your body and you're going to feel hopeless. Yes, you'll see results fast within those couple of days of you doing that, but mentally and emotionally, you're going to be drained. And even if you smile on that social media, you take that picture, you're smiling and you're dead inside. Oof, there's nothing worse than that. So here's what I recommend. Start off small. It's not dramatic and it doesn't seem like you're doing a lot, but you are. Like my client doing one one minute plank, she goes, Tanya, it doesn't seem like a lot. It's like really I'm done, that's it. But her after a couple days, she's like, I feel stronger. My core feels tighter. I'm like, ah, no. Because our bodies don't need to be dramatic to change this. You just need to be consistent. You know, maybe you've never drank water before. Maybe you don't really drink a lot of it. Maybe the only water you have is coffee and sweet tea. Maybe that's your liquids for today. So here's what I recommend by starting off small. Maybe start off your morning with one water bottle before you arrive to work. Like that's your only goal for the week. Make it visible in the morning to see and drink it. Because if you don't see that water bottle or your cup of water in the morning, you're probably not going to drink it, right? So if you're going to start off a new small habit, make it where you could see it, okay? I have water bottles... um, in my water cup, like on my kitchen counter, right by my coffee. Because I know if I see it, I'm going to drink it. But if it's not in my house, I'm not going to drink it, right? And then what I recommend is just start with that. Just start with your morning water bottle on your way to work. Then if you drink anything extra for the day, great. That's just bonus. And then maybe next week you start adding a little bit more to that goal. Maybe it's one water bottle per meal. So now you have three water bottles or even four water bottles And now you're drinking anywhere from 50 to 70 ounces a day. Last week you went from drinking zero to now 50 to 70. Easy, right? Doesn't seem daunting to do. Doesn't seem like an extra chore. It's just, what is it, like 20 sips for like a water bottle? I mean, that's nothing. You know, maybe your small step this week is going for a 10-minute walk during your lunch break instead of automatically sitting down and eating lunch. Why? Because you'll get in more steps. You'll actually feel more energized moving around, getting some blood flow rather than just sitting in a, behind a desk all day to sitting at lunch and then sitting the rest of the day, sitting when you drive home, sitting when you eat dinner, sitting while you watch TV and then laying down and going to bed. Like you're actually going to feel better moving more throughout your day. So maybe that's it. If you can't work out in the morning, you can't walk, walk or work out in the afternoon, take your lunch and do 10 minutes. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. Your body will appreciate some movement over zero movement, Okay. I have clients that will work out during their lunchtime and it could be at their desk where they just set their time and they're like, okay, for one minute, I'm just going to do some uh, squats and they do it and they put their chair behind them and they just do some squats and they feel, I mean, it just pumps them up or it's, I'm going to do squats and jumping jacks, one minute on, one minute off, and I'm going to do this for 10 minutes. I'm like, that's awesome. 
Just moving a little bit helps a lot. So it's, it's very simple and it's so rewarding after you do it for a couple days, okay? Or maybe your small, simple step is just planning out your breakfast from Monday through Friday or just one meal. Like, I know it's hard to meal prep for the full week. God bless those who do. Like, this is what I'm having for breakfast and lunch and dinner and my snacks. And I'm going to do this Monday through Friday. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? Like, I, 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 I respect people who do that because I'm like, mm, I could do one meal. That's all I care about. Because that's a lot of pressure to buy all that and prep all that. Oh my goodness. Like that's a lot of in the kitchen time. So unless it's baking, I'm not going to spend that much time in the kitchen. <laughs> so what I recommend is, is starting off with a simple step of just think of two to three breakfast options that you enjoy and it's healthy and you can alternate throughout the week. So for example, with one of my clients, I sat down with her uh, because she was overstressed with, oh my gosh, what do I have to eat now that I got started and all these meals? I'm like, hey, let's just start off with breakfast this week. I don't care what you have for lunch, for dinner. Let's just start off with breakfast. Can you tell me just a couple couple of items, breakfast items that you enjoy? And she's like, well, I like Kodiak pancakes because they're easy. Very filling. They have protein in there. Um, she said she likes eggs with toast. And she likes making a fruit smoothie. All very simple things she could buy and stock up on. Okay, it doesn't take a lot of effort. Might take five minutes to get all those done. And uh, so what I recommended is, hey, okay, you have three options, pancakes, eggs, and smoothie. So let's alternate them. So come Monday, you pick, are you in the mood for pancakes, eggs, or smoothie? And then the next day, ask yourself the same thing. So there's no wrong answer. She could have pancakes for two days and then eggs the next day, or she could do smoothie, pancakes, eggs, and just rotate that in. I mean, it was amazing. She never felt bored and her her meals were planned. She didn't have to think about it in the morning. And she started off her day on the right foot, which made her make better decisions for lunch and dinner because she already made a good decision for breakfast. Does that make sense? You know, a lot of people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I don't think it's mainly for what you're actually eating, but the fact that you're starting your day off with the right choice. Does that make sense? It's what you feel confident and it's going to do a ripple effect for the rest of your day. So I love that she never felt bored. And then what we did the next week is was like, okay, let's talk about lunch and dinner. What meals do you like for lunch? Because it wasn't daunting. It was like one week at a time, we're going to add another list of meals that she can alternate for lunch and then for dinner and then a snack. And before she knew it, she had a full meal plan for herself week by week. We just added to it and it was amazing. So remember, it's all about baby steps. Point number three is my final one. This is so important to make sure your diet starts off on the right track and continues to be on that track, okay? No more falling off the wagon. Your butt is glued down, super glued down, okay, with this one. This is what helps me lose my 50 pounds. Ready? Celebrate your wins. A huge problem I see when coaching, and even honestly with myself when I would diet before flexible dieting, is punishing myself when I would make a mistake, um, which was almost daily, right? <laughs> like, instead of focusing on my wins, my non-scale victories, my mini goals I set for myself and reaching those, I would just beat myself up thinking, oh my gosh, I could have done better. I should have done this. You know, I'll go work out for an hour to burn it off. We aren't helping ourselves when we spend our energy being negative and beating ourselves up. So here's what I recommend. Celebrate your wins. Focus on your wins. Focus all of your energy on the positive that you're doing. You're making good choices. You need to recognize it and you need to celebrate it. Your, your body responds to that. Okay? 
when you were a kid and you did something good, your parents gave you a piece of candy or a dollar or something like that, and you were excited, so it kind of motivated you and forced you to keep doing that. Just because we're adults doesn't mean our bodies still don't react that way, okay? Our bodies love to be celebrated and saying, hey, good job on your hard work. So we need to recognize it and we need to remember it. So what does that look like? So for me personally, and and I know people say not to do this, but like I said, do you boo-boo, do what makes you happy. But I would celebrate a lot of my wins with food because I'm a foodie and I enjoy it. Now, here's the catch though. Um, For my husband and I, or my fiance at the time, um, to enjoy an evening out, what we would do, or what I would do, we were both dining at the same time, but because we were getting married, so we're like, let's, you know, the whole motivation of getting slim as much as possible for the wedding, but I would set up mini goals for myself, and I set it up to where, hey, you need to do all these things before you can enjoy your evening out, and if you don't do them all, you won't enjoy your evening out. So for me, it was, okay, I got to hit my macros. And usually we saw each other every two, three weeks. So that gave me a good 14 to 21 days. to Okay, every day, hit your macros. Get in your weight training for that day or cardio, whatever day that was. Got to make sure I get my water in every day. And I want to try to be at least two pounds lower on the scale before I see him. So every day, it was either a pass or a fail and completing all four. It wasn't, oh, I got two out of three done or two out of four done or one out of four. No, 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 no. I had to get all four done. Well, the fourth one is, you know, the pound. So I had to wait for that one. But I could control my macros. I could control my activity and I could control my water. And I made sure to do all that. And it was amazing. Uh, what happened, I actually would end up losing more because I was so diligent and I was planned everything out and I made sure I did everything every day. I made sure to control all three, the, the tracking, the exercise, the water, and then the scale would drop. And it was so amazing that the scale, that's what taught me patience because you, you got to be patient to see that scale drop. But if you keep doing the right things, it will drop. You just got to be patient. And once I hit my two pound drop, I'm like, yes, let's celebrate. I deserve it. I did great. I was diligent. And like I said, most of the times I would actually be down three, four, five pounds. Which I'm like, ooh, bonus. Now I'm only going to be up a pound instead of gaining, you know, the extra one that I just lost. So that's where we would choose, you know, Cheesecake Factory, Krispy Kreme donuts. Like we'd get all that good stuff. I'm like, hey, my motivation worked. It kept me diligent and focused every single day. Like I don't remember the last time I was diligent for two, three weeks, like on point. Like weekends didn't scare me nothing. I was so focused on enjoying my Cheesecake Factory and my Krispy Kreme donuts that it motivated me. And like I said, I'm a foodie inside. You know, I got my inner foodie. And so I had to find a way that that pushed me and motivated me to continue my diet. And it worked. And what's even better is is it made my progress faster because I would lose more weight um, every two, three weeks when, when we would set up our date. And it was so much fun because I wanted to enjoy it. I didn't want to just be like, oh, I didn't reach my goal. I'm still going to eat everything. Mm-mm, no, I, des- I deserved it. I worked hard for it. And it helped me focus on I only really ate out like once a month. What? Whereas before I would eat out like four or five times with no guilt. I'm like unlimited food. But this time I'm like, no, you're not getting anything until you hit your goals. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like how we should actually live our lives. Not eating out all the time and eating junk. Not that eating out is bad. Okay. But I know if I go out, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to have a broccoli and fish. No, I go all out. Like I said, I'm a foodie. I want to try things. I'll order like five things off the menu and it's delicious that way. Okay. Got to sample everything. So that really helped me out. So celebrating your wins. Now for others, it could be a different motivation. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just what's true for you. So maybe for you, it's, I really want that new outfit. 
that new workout outfit from Lululemons or wherever you buy your clothes. Or maybe it's a new pair of shoes or maybe it's a beach vacation or a weekend trip to Branson or Herman or Colorado. Plan it out. Find whatever lights that fire, lights that lights your booty on fire, you know, to make your weight loss journey more enjoyable. Because if you have nothing in your future to look forward to, it's going to be daunting. It's going to be boring. It's going to be hard to stay on track when there's no reward. So for, and even for some of my clients, it's, hey, once I hit this goal, I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to get a pedicure, you know, or once I do this, then I'm going to have my cup of coffee because they would drink coffee all the time every day. And they're like, nope, that's going to be my reward for this week. So if I get everything done on Friday, I'm going to get my coffee. You have to find what motivates. You have to find what will get you excited to reach your goals. Okay, same thing you do probably with your kids. Hey, if you do these chores, then we'll go do this. If you get A's on your report card, then you will get this. Motivation. They have a reason to pay attention to do good. You need the same thing. Just because we're adults doesn't mean we just wing it or hope we... No, 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 no. You got to make weight loss fun. You got to make it enjoyable. You know, and if you need more ideas, just Google it. Go on Pinterest. There are so many ways to celebrate your weight loss success. You have to celebrate it. Throw a party. You know, whatever you got to do. You have to get creative and have that reminder in your face daily. So like I said, for me, it was, I had to wait two weeks to see my fiance. And I'm like, okay, 11 more days, 10 more days. And I would push hard. I would be so consistent. And it was amazing. I felt better. And it was so great. Like, you want happiness in your life, you got to progress in your goals. But you got to make those goals. You got to make that plan. You got to make that commitment to get it done. And then you have to have a reward at the end because that's what makes it so much fun. Okay. And if anything, if you are married or you want to do this with a friend, listen, try to make it interesting and, and, and do something together. You know, like I had my goals, my fiance, my husband now, Peyton, had his goals and we would check in with each other every day and we're like, hey, did you do this? Yes, yes, yes. And we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to crush it in our meal because we deserve it. Like it made it just more fun and we held each other more accountable doing that. We didn't have the same goals, right? Like he had his goals, his macros, his workout plan. I had mine. So it was important for us to each do our own. Does that make sense? So it's not identical. A lot of people like, Take their friend and they're like, let's do this exact workout plan and let's do this exact meal plan. And it's miserable because you guys have both different taste buds or one person's knees hurts. And so they can't do burpees, but you guys decided to do the same fitness plan and it, it's not working out. So you just got to be like, hey, we each got to do 100 minutes of activity. Whatever we do, it doesn't matter. We each have to track our food and stay within our goals. And we each have to encourage each other and say something nice about each other and how proud we are like do whatever you got to do and then like hey when we do this then we're gonna have a girls weekend yay that sounds fun to me rather than having all these rules does that make sense so get creative make it fun with your spouse with your friend and it's gonna be so much more enjoyable and you're gonna stay on track because before I knew it a year went by and I'm like oh my gosh I've been doing this for a year I wasn't looking at the time or Oh, I've been dieting for six weeks or I've been dieting for seven, seven weeks in one day. No, I just focused on, oh my gosh, when's my next goal? What, what do I got to reach now? And it made it so much more fun for me, right? So I want to end off with this note, okay? If you start off with these three things in mind, okay? Start off small. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not my first one. <laughs> Make a plan, okay? Write it down. Commit to it. Put it in your calendar, Set reminders, 
write sticky notes everywhere. Whatever you got to do to remind yourself, start off small. Okay, don't over be dramatic and all in approach and go 100 miles per hour. Just, just go like the speed limit. Just, just start off slow wherever you're at. Crank it up next week. Okay, and then celebrate your wins. Being creative with, okay, once I do this, then I'm going to get this. Okay, get that inner child out of you. Okay, I encourage you and get motivated by what you want. Okay. And you will see how easy it is to get started on your diet. It'll be you see how easy it is to stay on track until you hit your goal weight. And remember, for maximum fat loss results, make a fitness and nutrition plan that you will enjoy and commit to it. Okay. Also, here we go. I am doing a giveaway. If you have just one second, and uh, just after this podcast, I know we're all busy, but just one second, I'd love to hear your feedback on our podcast channel. So if you could please leave a review on what you thought about the show, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, If you share this podcast, it's an extra entry, just tag me in it. Um, You'll be entered in a giveaway drawing uh, for writing review and bonus if you share the podcast, um, a $10 Starbucks card or $10 bandanas card, your choice if you win. Um, You decide which one you want. Um, I'm going to do this for two weeks and, and, and talk about it for the next two weeks. So please share, please write a review. Love to hear from you. Um, have an awesome day. And remember your life isn't about following a diet plan. It's about creating the best and most enjoyable roadmap to sustainable health. And as always, if you need any help customizing and you need accountability and support in reaching your weight loss goals, you need somebody to be your cheerleader. You need somebody to answer your questions. I'd love to help you. I do have limited availability, so just let me know. But please visit the diet doc, jeffcity.com to get started or email me, tanyaburton at the diet doc.com.